Here in the city there's a block of flats with a beautiful garden outside. Underneath a pot near the apple tree, that's where I hide. It's me, Shelley, the tortoise, and I believe in you. I'm here to help make you all a little bit more can-do. Can-do kids, they are strong, face their problems head-on. Can-do kids can make things happen. But with a yes attitude and a tortoise who's shrewd. Can-do kids, the sky's the limit. there children and adults welcome back thanks so much for tuning in this week are you excited about meeting another character and seeing what happens when he goes into the garden and meets Shelley I am and it's a different one this week yes our story is a sad one we're dealing with the topic of death and grief this story is about the death of a pet a dog called Noodles I remember when our 11 year old Labrador Raoul died and how hard it was for all the family yes me and my family will never forget our first cat Snowball who died too soon but with time things seem to get easier. The child in our story is called Max. He is just at the beginning of his journey. Let's see what wise words our zany tortoise Shelley has to offer him. Press play before I start crying with all this sad chat. Today was Tuesday. It wasn't cold, but it wasn't sunny. It was one of those dreary days where everything seemed coated in one colour. Grey. Max was tying up his shoes, ready to head to school. His mum was racing around, turning off lights, grabbing coats, searching for a pair of mittens, while simultaneously throwing the pet dog Noodles a couple of treats. His twin sisters, Jen and Joy, were arguing over who was going to get the non-broken rainbow water bottle. It's my turn because you had the turn last week. But I love rainbows more. I'm more rainbowy. You two are so annoying. Don't talk to your sisters like that, Max. Yes, all in all, this seemed like an average sort of a day. Tuesday at school was Max's favourite day. He loved it because he had outdoor learning, his favourite subject. His teacher, Mr Riley, who wore a peace sign t-shirt and cowboy boots, Yee-haw! was not like all the other teachers. He was American, fun and silly and he played the ukulele as he did the register. Louie, you're here. Here. Mia, you're here. Present. Edda, you're here. Yep. Tilly, you're here. No, I'm at uh, the dentist. No. Oh, very funny, Tilly. <laughs> Allie, you're here. here Ruby sir. G, you're here. Yeah. Ruby M, you're here. Yes. And Jordan. No Jordan today? Right, adventurers, explorers, nature activists, and eco-freaks. Today we're going to, wait for it, log mini beasts and look for spring shoots. Cool. The class echoed. That sounds right up my street, commented Max to his friend, Bo. <laughs> Sure does. A Tuesday which had started average excelled to exceptional during outdoor learning, but then took a nosedive at home time. When Max saw his mum's face at the school gates at pickup, he realised that something was wrong. I've got some bad news about noodles. This was going to be a very bad Tuesday indeed. Noodles, the family labradoodle, had died while he was at school. He was an old dog and had been part of the family even before Max was born. Max had noticed he wasn't able to do the things he used to do, like chase Max round the park, or jump up high for his treasured half-mangled frisbee. Good boy! He had still always come trotting to the door whenever Max came home, but he did so more slowly, 
His tail had wagged a little less. But death, this shouldn't be happening. Noodles was, in his mind, the best member of his family. Noodles was supposed to be around forever. Why did he die, Mum? It was his kidneys. The vet said there was nothing we could do and it was best for Noodles if we let them give him an injection of medicine that would stop his heart working and let him die peacefully. Max felt a big lump in his throat and a rage began to wash over him. He didn't know what he was supposed to say or do. He felt sad and angry and confused. So you killed Noodles, was all he could manage. It's not really like that, love. He wasn't well. His, his life wasn't good. He was in pain and old and... OK, I know, Mum. I get it. I, I just want to be alone. At home, he wandered slowly out of the flat, past the empty dog bed and the discarded frisbee. The smell of Noodles' wet fur filled his nostrils as he walked past a damp towel by the door. In the communal garden, he sat on a large boulder underneath the blossom-laden tree. The petals floated down, but then something caught his eye. A miniature parachute drifted past, and from it there hung a tortoise. Woo! A tortoise dressed in a jumpsuit, emblazoned with a lightning bolt. A tortoise wearing goggles. Woo! Hello! I'm Shelley. A tortoise who could speak. Max screamed in shock. I'm a harmless reptile, Max. Calm yourself down. I've come to see what's caused your sad frown. Max explained to this nosy tortoise what had happened to his beloved dog and Shelley listened quietly while slowly taking objects from her shell. Lemons, a briefcase, a wetsuit, an acorn. The circle of life can ebb high, ebb low. Within this pain, you must now wallow. Max looked down and cried for a while. The tears that had been building up burst from his eyes. Shelley sat with him and waited for the storm of sadness to lift. When he was all cried out, Shelley spoke. Time is amazing. Time changes all. This acorn, now tiny if planted, grows tall. This feeling inside you will always be. But life will get better. You shall see. Really? Shelley thrust her scaly leg forward, her nails gripping onto a remote control. She pressed the rewind button and pointed it at the garden in front of them. Something magical began to happen. Time began to move quickly, first going backwards to winter. The blossom retracting to buds and then to fully bare leafless branches with frost underfoot. Wow, so cool. But I'm cold. Can we go forwards to summer, please? All right, as long as no one's looking, I'll always ahead. Max was mesmerised by the speed at which the space all around them transformed, the beauty of the seasons changing before his eyes, from the green shoots of spring bursting forward. I'm shooting out of the earth. Then onto flowers exploding in front of him. And then that smell of barbecues on the wind, the sound of laughter from open windows in the apartment block. This was summer. How did you do that? Never mind that. It's why, my friend, because how we feel can change and bend. Each season shifts and marches on. Right, let me get my costume on. Shelley swirled into a new outfit, top hat and tails, with diamante-encrusted black tights pulled over her wrinkly legs and shiny red tap shoes squeezed onto her stumpy, padded feet with little holes for her claws to poke through, of course. Wow, you really look the part. I know. 
Hello, garden. Hello, animals. Hello, trees. Hello, Shelley. Oh, time. I thought I wouldn't be able to live this pain in my heart. Oh, oh, oh. Will I eat? Will I dream? Will I ever fart again? Will my life ever feel joyous again? You buffed my shell, I rubbed yours too. Even tortoises must die, because time, it marches on. Are you all right, Shelley? No, yes. No, I mean, maybe. It's just I lost someone too. Someone I cared for who made my heart turn to goo. I'm so sorry. Well, it was over 75 years ago, but it still feels raw. Maybe something a bit more upbeat. You're right. A one, two, three, four. Mm. As time goes by, all things must change. It has a way of making stuff rearrange. Uh, let time do what time it must do. Cause time it healed me and it will heal you too. Oh, that's better. A tadpole will become a frog. Ribbit. And this here tree will become a log. Or a canoe. Tears dry and wounds when they do. Cause time it healed me and it will heal you too. Oh, don't let the sunshine burn you too bright. Don't let those dark clouds hold you too tight. Let both of them in. And what do you know? You give it enough time, you'll make a beautiful rainbow. Your turn, Max. I'll sing and you respond. Let's do this one together. Noodles has run his final race. I'll always remember his slobbery face. Gorgeous. Yes, he has done his concluding poo. Cause time it heals me Yes it will heal you too Sing it to me Max Time it heals me Yes it will heal you too One more time Time it heals me And it will heal you too Last time Time it heals me And it will heal you too Oh Max You made my child shiver I can see you get the message. Time passes. Now help me find my parachute glasses. Max handed her the goggles. I see what you mean. Time does have a way of changing how bad things seem. Yes, yes, yes. You have some prior experience of this, I would guess. I'm the goalie in my football team and, well, my first match I didn't save a single goal. Oh, Max! We lost. I felt awful. I didn't ever want to play again, but I did. Yeah! Well done! Now, I've played loads of matches and saved lots. Yes, yes, Max! That first match just seems like nothing now. I was embarrassed at the time, though. Yes, yes, well, you see, football isn't my sport of choice. I prefer the weightlifting and, of course, exercising my voice. Right, hop onto my parachute. It's time to go up. What was Noodles like when he was a pup? 
Are you sure we can both fit? Of course we can. That's the beauty of magic. While they floated upwards, Max told Shelley about what a lively dog Noodles had been, how he would bound around their living room, leaping from chair to chair. He sometimes used to knock things over with his tail. I can still remember what he felt like, curled up next to me on the sofa, sort of um soft but scratchy. I don't want that to go. I don't want to forget about him. Shelley invited Max onto a branch and handed him something. Take this jar and, if you please, write down lots more of your memories. Then fold them up tightly and place them inside. Your precious thoughts will there reside. What is it that adults always say? Something about lemons? Yes, yes, I know the one. It's very true. To lift your spirits when you're feeling blue. When life gives you lemons, as it will do, put them in a herbal tea or something stronger. <clears throat> Make a nice brew. I'm not sure that was the one I was thinking of. Max was right. That wasn't what adults said. They said if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Max tried to make lemonade of this distinctly bitter and sad time. He daydreamed about noodles racing into any stretch of water he could find, be it a pond, a paddling pool, a river or even Max's bathtub. Noodles! And then how he would shake his wet doggy fur all over everyone. Noodles sounds like a total laugh. Breaking things, jumping into your bath. It feels so precious to hold on to the good bits in your head when someone or something you loved is now dead. You're right. I'm over a hundred and you wouldn't believe inside my head the myriad of memories of all the people, children and creatures I have known who have touched my life. Oh, how time has flown. Hello, I'm Shelley's memory. I'm absolutely exhausted, stuffed to the brim I am. Feels like there ain't much room left. Also, some of what's in here, well, some of it may not be legal. Right, that's quite enough of that. <clears throat> As I said, it's okay to feel your grief. Let happiness be stolen by that little thief, for a little while at least, but find somewhere to put it all. A painting, a song, graffiti on the wall. Shelley, that's vandalism. Yes, quite right. I'd never do anything like that. Like I said, not all legal. Oh, bog off, party pooper. Shelley brought the parachute down to the ground like a pro. Max thought about what she'd said and felt a little shift inside him and began to hum a tune. And then some words began to take shape in his mind. Quietly, they came out. Run to the river, run to the lake, run to the ocean and a shakey, shakey, shake. Run to the water, wherever it may be. Run to it, noodles, cos now you are free. Shelley was tapping her tortoise feet and Max noticed she was now wearing a silky green ball gown and had a huge gardenia flower in her hair. Oh! She applauded. Sing it, Maxie, sing it! The singing felt good to Max. It occurred to him that he might ask Mr Riley to teach him the chords on the ukulele. Thanks, Shelley. You've been kind. I think I'd just like to go to bed now. I feel tired. I quite understand. I hope your dreams are kind and a living, vibrant noodles comes into your mind. Shelley watched as Max headed back home. She buried her head into her shell and felt the melancholy wash over her. She was old enough and lived enough to understand that death was part of what it meant to be alive. She wondered how much less sweet life would be if we all lived with the illusion that death wasn't inevitable. Good night, tree. Good night, Shelley. Good night, me. Ah, oh, yes, 
Good night. Good night, log. Night, night, Shelley. Good night, frogs. Night, night shells. Good night, broken garden gnome. Night, night, Shelley. Good night to the modern people, alone but on their phone. Ah, nothing. Silence. Slumber, slumber. Slumber, slumber. The trees slumber, gently slumber, sung and swayed. The garden chorus echoed around. The stars added their voices. Shelley drifted off to sleep. It was so peaceful. Moon! Moon! I'm the moon! And the next morning, Max and Shelley walked to school together. Max got fed up waiting for Shelley, so picked her up and let her ride on the front of his skateboard. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Who let the tortoise out? Shh! You'll embarrass me. No, I'm the speediest tortoise in town. No need to be down. No need to frown. Max arrived early at school. Mr Riley pulled up on his motorbike. Max asked if he'd help him work out some chords. Mr Riley didn't have to be asked twice. Far out, man. This tune is on point, Max, and I just love the sentiment and vibe. Thanks, sir. Don't ever call me that. I'm Ethan. Thanks, Ethan. Mr Riley, or Ethan, took off his helmet, shook out his hair and grabbed the ukulele. They slowly worked out a tune. That's it. Great. Yep, just like that. Go! Run to the river, run to the lake. Run to the ocean and a shaky, shaky shake. Run to the water, wherever it may be. Run to it, noodles, cause now you are free. They got so carried away they didn't notice the rest of the class lining up outside the biodome. Mr Riley gestured for the kids to come over and explained why Max had written this song. One, to cheer himself up. Music is amazing at doing that, right? Right! Two, to remember noodles, because death feels so terribly awful, doesn't it? Yes! What could bring a smile more to your face than the thought of noodles running free? Man, I think we should all be more like noodles. We're all noodles! Uh, thanks, you two. Max's classmates were all very sympathetic and they loved his song. His friend Bo patted him on the back. When my granddad died, I was really sad and so was my dad. Things feel more normal now and each year on granddad's birthday, we go to sit on a bench in his local park and get a curry, which was granddad's favourite. That sounds really nice. Yeah, and we always talk about our happy memories of him. Max noted that Bo didn't look sad when he talked about his granddad. Maybe that's how he would feel one day. He was a bit worried about going back home, but then he remembered Shelley was waiting for him. It was home time. Classroom doors flung open and teachers struggled to get children who didn't want to be in lines to line up. Line up, line up, line up behind me. Oh man. Max found Shelley in the bike shed and put her back on the skateboard. Finally, I've been in there for hours. I thought I would have to eat the bike tyres. Shelley was now dressed in what Max could only call a comedy disguise. A moustache, trench coat, spectacles and a flowing blonde wig. I hope no one saw me. What? Well, you can't be too careful these days. Dodgy aardvarks round every corner. Oh, if you say so. They whizzed home together, feeling the wind rushing through their hair and wig.
Back at the flat, Max's mum had moved Noodle's things into a cupboard. The house didn't smell so strongly of him anymore. She'd collected his ashes from the vet. Right, kids. Max's mum called him and his twin sisters into the living room. We need to decide what to do with these. She held up the cheerfully patterned box printed with clouds and bluebells. Noodle's ashes. I suggest you all take some time to have a think and then we can share our ideas. What do you say? Max went to his room and looked out of the window. He thought about everything Shelley had helped him work through, about the song, but mostly about Noodles. He heard Shelley's voice in his head. What place makes you think of Noodles? Jeez, Shelley, what are you doing in my head? Well, just thought I'd pop in to offer some help. I think I've got it from here. I can think for myself. Oh, I love thinking for myself. Yes, well, so do I. I think the garden would be... And singing by myself and playing oboe. Throwing a pot on a pottery wheel. I thought you were here to help. Oh, I love helping. I'm fine from here. Thanks, you can go. I love going. Well, go on then. What? Go! Oh, yes. Off I go. Bye. After this unpeaceful time thinking, Max went back to his mum and sisters. They shared their suggestions and agreed that whatever it was, it had to involve water. Mum, it it had to involve water. How about a little bird bath at the end of the garden with one of those squirty fountain things and a little plaque with Noodles' name? Oh, oh yeah, yes, yes, really good really idea, good really good idea, idea. Oh, great. They sat on the sofa and talked about Noodles. Max snuggled into his mum and told her about his day. They looked through his jar of memories and drank homemade lemonade. He sang his song. His mum and sisters looked on proudly, their eyes sparkling with tears. A few weeks later, Max sat out in the garden. The bird bath had arrived and looked good in a sunny spot next to an azalea bush. The little fountain sent water up into the air enthusiastically and the whole thing was quite joyful, including the little brass noodles sign which caught the sun and glistened. As Max approached, he noticed Shelley lying shell down beneath the fountain, her mouth wide open, trying to catch droplets of water as they overshot the edge of the bowl. Oh, fish cakes. Oh, blistered bunions. Missed again. This way, that way. Oh, flapping flags. Oh, I got one. Mm. Parched. Quite parched. Shelley readjusted herself into an upright position, revealing a full Victorian swimming costume and flowery bathing cap. Ah, I think this is such a lovely spot to remember that Noodles, who meant an awful lot. Yes, it really is. Max smiled at the bird bath. He couldn't help but chuckle, thinking that although the bird bath was really quite small, Noodles would have loved to have found a way to get into it. When life is cut short, we mourn a future cropped away. It matters so much how we spend our day to day. The little things, the time we give, define the sort of life we live. In life, death is one of the few things certain. For all of us, there will be a final curtain. (sighs) The emotion was too much for Shelley. She blew her nose. (sighs) My goodness, it was loud. They started to laugh and cry at the same time. That halfway place where emotions override you and you're not quite in control and it felt okay. (laughs) Eventually they settled down, stared at the fountain and let their own memories fill their heads. Max felt calmer. He noted that in the weeks that had passed since Noodles had died, things felt less raw. He still got sad sometimes, but happiness and joy had crept back into his life. 
Sure, there was a giant messy-haired labradoodle-shaped hole in his life, but his head felt full of memories and this garden where they had played for hours was full of memories too. Maybe one day, when he and his family were ready, another dog might come into their life to bring all kinds of new joy and new trouble. Oh, poor Max. He was very brave. That story definitely was sad, but in the end, quite lovely. I like the idea of collecting memories in a jar. Have any of you lost a pet? What have you done to help yourself remember them? And to say your goodbyes. Please let us know what you thought of Shelley and Max. Our email address is hello at shellyandthecandokids.com. If you've been creatively inspired by our stories, please get your adults to send your pictures, poems, etc. our way. We might even share them on our Instagram page, which is Shelley and the Can Do Kids. And of course, as always, if you liked our story, tell your buddies all about it. Right, I think I need a cup of tea after that one. And a little cry. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.